whatever you want. You are doing whatever you want. Okay. What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means? It's another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. We are back. It's your boy, Brandon Tanguma. Alongside me is my lovely esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, we haven't talked at all. No pre-production meetings, so we're just going to see what happens. I'm Dominic Hobson, and you're Brandon Tanguma. Maybe. Just no, to make no sure. Tyler Gunnerson today. Well, he might show up. We did put it in the group chat link. So possibly he gets a run in. Uh, but just so to are they again. doing trapdoor like 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 for good now? Like are we doing it again, or is it just like he did our podcast, he did his, and I, I don't know. He just always has to keep one upping us because he did trapdoor a couple weeks ago. Then we get jealous because you know he's still a contracted worker, contracted I mean, employee with us. And then he comes on here, stretches out our fucking podcast to three hours and twenty one minutes. Make me say stuff that I didn't fucking say that i didn't mean to say because i was i was so tired that's why i said those things i was tired donald could you like to clear your name clear any errors that might have happened last week i was confused i was confused okay i was confused when i made the brewers winning their division respectfully oh god oh jesus christ uh, Tyler Gunderson has joined us, ladies and gentlemen. Dominic is just clarifying right now that uh, he made uh, he was nervous and he was confused about. And what, I was tired and because he was tired somebody who's never on the podcast stretches <laughs> it out like a fucking porn star's asshole. And I'm over here tired. I'm you know just eyes are closed. And I you know I made the mistake of saying the Brewers are going to win the division, but not go into playoffs. Like you know I was taken back a little bit because you guys said something about like oh. Usually people who win like teams that win the division don't win. Like it was some sort of like award. I can't remember what it was. It was, you know, MVP or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but you I guys, have no idea like, what you're talking about. You got no, no, no clue. You, you dirty motherfuckers. No, you guys said something about I pick somebody to win something. And you're like, well, you know, if they win, you know, usually they have to win the division to to do something. And I was just like, well, are you, you saying like you were you were picking your Cy Young winner? You were picking who you thought was going to win the NL Cy Young, and you referenced the Milwaukee Brewers, but you referenced them in a, in a way of saying, this is a guy from a team that I have winning a division, but not winning the playoffs. I just I just wanted to jump on here. I'm not, not going to be on here for playoffs. Yeah, you, you can make the playoffs, but not winning the playoffs. He clearly said, make not making the, the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, I just want to get on here because Dominic said he was going to talk some shit. I'm not going to be on I'm here I'm going to talk some shit. He said he's going to talk some shit. So anything he wants to say, I want to be on here. No, I'm just going to so wait to get off. Live. No, I want to hear it live. Just say it live. I want to hear it. I'm just going to wait to get on. Oh, by the way, so when I listened back to Trapdoor, and so your brother calls me, and then you called me, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I looked at studio audience. I'm like, who do I call back? I was like, <laughs> like, I'm glad you called Travis back. He's only here for, he just wants me to talk shit to him. Pretty um, much. Uh, and then she was like, call Travis back. Cause he's the one, the first one that called you. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Cause so he called me and I'm like, Oh, I wonder if like, he's going to ask me to be on the podcast. Cause like, you know, I was like, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. And then I was like, nah, nah, like I, so, something's up. Something's up. I was, then, I was hoping you would get worried. Like, like you were nervous. Like, Oh shit. Why did Tyler died? And, yeah. Like why did Travis and Tyler call us everything? Okay. Well, no, that well, was no. the first thing that entered my head. Well, as soon as I so phone call ends, and then you call me immediately, I'm like, "Oh, these motherfuckers are doing the podcast right now." 
Yeah. I was like, God damn it. What I was like, what did I do? And then nothing clicked in my head. And then when I called Travis back and he was like, so, so I just got to, you know, you're, you're smart. You're super smart. Um, you know, you are a hundred percent right. If the yep. brewers die in a plane crash, I'm like, God damn it. Yep. Yep. Well, um, I'm hopping off so that Dominic can talk his shit freely. I just want to say one thing. Uh, WWE did it right. Roman Reigns should have won night two. So he's just going to just drop a bomb like that. And yeah, Tylee, little bitch, you better get the fuck out of here, you little bitch. Yeah, I see. I scared him off. Damn, scared him off. I, you, you got him, Dominic. Got him. Had him shaking his boots. God, he doesn't even have boots. He breaks his ankle in boots. Got him. Got him. Anyways, Dominic, continue. Nah, I mean, I did my typical thing. I, I did fuck up. I, I meant win the division, but not going to win, like, the first round. Like, you know, first round. But then, you know, because I did see in your graphic, you know, winning division, but not making playoffs or whatever. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, what did I say? So. And did you go check the tape? The tape, you you, the, the, the tape that you did some audio trickery and AI'd my I voice. Do and... nev- I do minimal editing on said podcast, mm-hmm. as you guys can probably listen to. The only thing I do is I add the intro and the outro song, and I might adjust the EQ levels to maybe make some things a little quieter and some things a little louder, but that is it. Mm-hmm. And the occasional bit, if we have to put in the Ben DiNucci thing, or if Dominic has, to take, yeah, Dominic has yeah. to go take his shit break or Which, something like that. by the way, like I that. took a nasty shit at work today. Nice. And the other day, Dominic did drop a pin, not on his favorite um, Idaho uh, porta potty, but apparently yeah. a close second favorite. Well, that right. that that's why I took my nasty shit was today was because I was like gotta go, and I'm like I'm right here, so I might as well just go back to there. So I didn't resend it because I'm like if I'm in the same spot, I can just talk about how I went back in the same spot. So you know, but anyways, I will say I listened to the majority of Trapdoor, and you know, it wasn't too bad. I you know, very, they only talked uh, about you for like five minutes. You were well, the centerpiece of the podcast. Well, it was actually very refreshing to to not actually be shat on as much as I used to get shat on. So, know? everybody, if you guys are in the cord, well, how, how do you how do you say this, Dominic? Quarter Lane, Quarter Lane, Idaho area. It is on North Fifteenth Street. Coordinates forty seven point six eight nine three six North one one six dot seven six two zero nine West. So that is the Second favorite place that Dominic likes to shit just outside of the fire department. And yep. it looks like there's a park area. Well, it is the park. It is the park. Okay. Well, there's a disc my, golf, a tennis oh, court. Let me, let me, there we go. Let me put the satellite on here. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Mm, very nice. Very nice. We got the they tennis are, court and they have the pickleball courts as well put yeah. in there. They are um, non-gender, non-general. What, wait, what is it when it's just a male, female bathroom? What is that? A family bathroom? No, it's a male, a man and a woman like. So there are a male and a female bathrooms. Yeah. What is that? Gendered bathrooms, I guess. Yeah, they're gendered bathrooms. Sorry, Idaho is not up to date with your non-binary shit, your gender pronouns and shit. But you know, but a toilet is a toilet. Mm-hmm. So shout out the Coliseum. I don't get to piss in the uh, in the troughs. I oh. get to go around back, and I get to go into the family bathrooms. It's great. Great oh, bathrooms. So, I mean, clean. I take it. 
sometimes. But then I also heard our security guard yell about something that people don't know how, don't know how to aim. And I assume he was talking about that bathroom because <laughs> that's like where the fa- so that's where like the workers probably go because yeah. it connects to one of the uh, work, whatever the food stations or whatever it's called. And then uh, it's also the place where the uh, families will go down because that's how you get to the lockers, locker rooms and stuff. So gotcha, gotcha. it's probably where they they change the babies. And yeah, or or the adults never know. Or the adults, you know, maybe adults, grand, you know. grandma and grandpa yeah. needs a changing. Exactly. But um, but you know, other than that, you know, like I said, it it was a fresh retake from, you know, I remember the old episodes, you know, the Dom Toretto episodes, yeah, where they would just constantly rag on me. So it was fun to, you know, Travis being like, "What stupid shit did he say?" and and Tyler said it was actually a good conversation, except for when he brought up that, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, I I I, I could play along, and you know, I'm not gonna get butt hurt. So it's it was actually done, very man. refreshing. So I re- I would recommend going to check out that episode. You know, I do make an appearance. I'm going to spoil it for them. I am the special phone guest, but I'm only on it for like 25 seconds. I thought you'd get on here and talk your shit because Travis is going to be the leader or whatever the person to lead the wedding ceremonies, the master ceremonies at the wedding. When Dominic has talked about this on the said podcast, he is ordained and he has already gone through the proper legal things, the proper paperwork he needs to be to be the master of ceremonies at Tyler and Haley's wedding, but it's fine. Well, well, I'm going to throw this out there right now. Um, do you really think Tyler is going to let Travis be the master of ceremonies? I mean, he threw it. He gave the invitation. Mm. Apparently Travis is the master of ceremonies at Tyler's wedding. Uh, I'll explain it later, but I, I, I think Haley would probably be like, no, I'm not putting words in Haley's mouth. I mean, their decision. I'm just saying. Maybe, for, maybe hold on. Maybe we, we ask him to get back, get back on the Zoom for an interview yes, real quick. Get back on for like 10 seconds. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen. Also, today is Friday. Good and Friday. You know what, and you know what that means? What? Time for Curveballs and Share Shots podcast. I, yes. I, I I didn't know how long it was take you to type that message out. I, for, I forgot that you're a millennial, so you know it takes you 10 seconds to... Well, can you type in get on the Zoom, get back on the Zoom, Tyler, and then also tag Tyler in it so he gets the, the thing? No, I oh, can't. We're getting, we're getting I, to hold on. I still don't know how to t- tag people all that, you know. If you type in the name and if it's the same name that you have in the contacts, it should come up as like highlighted and then you just click on the name. And Because like for my brother, I can't tag my brother because in oh, my I phone. Oh, I see. It says like TG next to it. Oh, okay. Because on my phone. I have him as Big Daddy. See, but see, three I poop in, emojis. Oh, that's because I don't have you under Brandon. I have you under Cheese. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. So you like a nickname. So I just have Tyler's Tyler Gunnerson. So I just type in Tyler, and it's obviously mm. in the group chat. Then it'll just mm. come up. Or I do Dominic. Yeah, I can yeah. do you. Gotcha, gotcha. It's very helpful for group chats, especially for group chats when people might have the. So should, uh, I, start, should I just keep talking shit? Just say like, "Yeah, fuck that guy, fuck them," and then he hops on, and I'm like, "Oh, oh, yeah, let's do that." Yes, yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck, 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 and he fuck. Well, I, yeah. well, I'm not going to keep saying it if he's not going to be on for another five minutes. So, I mean, he doesn't even need to do a setup. He could literally just do it on his phone. But, you know, he wants to be professional about it. He wants to have the best audio quality for Curveballs and Chair Shots, which I appreciate, Tyler. I mean, some of us appreciate it. Some of us are just a little, you know, inebriated. Are you, are you drunk? I'm not drunk. 
I'm drunk off Taco Bell right now. I was, as we said, dude, I've been craving Taco Bell. It is Good Friday, and I'm a good Christian boy, so no meat today. And we were like, and mom and I were like, well, she had the idea to do sushi. And I was like, Ooh. okay, cool, we'll do sushi. And then there's a sushi place over by the grocery store, which we've yeah. gone there multiple times. We're like, okay, we'll go there. We waited for her to get off work. She calls them at like past six o'clock. Mm-hmm. No answer. Okay. They're like, fuck. So we call back again in 10 minutes. No answer. And then we call back again another 10 minutes. Man, okay, fuck well, that Tyler guy. He's a bitch. I fucking wish. I wish Tyler would get back on this podcast. I'll beat the shit out that guy. Oh, fuck. Okay. Hello. Right good morning, oh, Tyler. Uh, we just need back, a, a quick, uh, We need a quick statement from you regarding uh, Travis being the master of ceremonies for your wedding and how you did not pick Dominic, who was already ordained to be the leader of your wedding. I'm, and how does Haley feel about this? And how is Haley involved in the conversation? I'm sorry, Dominic. I did not know you were previously ordained. Fine. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, having Travis be the masters of ceremony, master of ceremony was a conscious decision on both parts. Being can we, as, get, a com- can we get a comment from Haley? Uh, no, she's at Target, or <laughs> okay. else probably wouldn't be on this podcast at the moment. Let's be real here, fellas. Um, Hope she doesn't. Li- oh well, she doesn't listen, so you're screwed. She always um, looks. She's our number one fan. Number one though. fan. Okay. Yeah, exactly. She, she, Come on, number one fan. Did I not just say that she does listen? So you're screwed. You did. You did. Just like you said that uh, the Brewers would win the NL Central and also right, kick, not him make the kick him out. Kick him out. Kick him out. Yeah, conscious decision on both our parts. Didn't know you were previously ordained, Dominic. I'm very sorry about so that. You're, so, so Haley's down with Travis leading this thing. Haley is down with us. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. Okay. So let, let, let's dig. Let's dig a little deeper in this. What are you expecting from Travis, and what do you think Hopefully, you're going to get, Travis? So, 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 like, I think it's it's because he is a showman. We well, obviously, mm-hmm. we we just don't want to pay for an officiant. Like that's a that's a place where we're trying to save some money. Well, wait, wait for the open bar. Then how are you no. getting your marriage certificate? God damn it, Tyler! What do you mean? How are you going to get your marriage certificate? You have to. You have to pay for that, yes. Yeah. So you're just gonna go to the court. So you're not really having a so-called wedding. No, we're having, having... A, no, 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 no. We're having a we're having a wedding, but he's gonna get uh, ordained. Are you he's doing it at a ordained. church, oh, Tyler? Are okay. you is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ watching over you guys get married? No. Then it's not a real wedding. Ah, bullshit. Um. Okay. What was what was the where were no, we're, no, we're talking about, about Travis Travis being the leader and what do you expect from him? Oh, oh, like is he sober? Like, he he is he is a a very like outlandish person. So we're we're hoping to being that both of us are a little bit like not the best with all the attention being on us. I think that helps as well as him. Talking about I got an A in public speaking at Chabot College. I mean, let's be real here. You you might may or may not have been in in the running. I mean, you uh. should have seen. Me try to read the Bible verse that I had, uh, the prayer that I had to read for for, for Voa's memorial, R.I.P. Voa. When they just Season thrusted piece. it upon me about four, five minutes before the ceremony started. That I mean, let's tough. be honest. Though. I was an emotional wreck, and yeah. I and I got through it. Let's be honest here, but he can't hand out fucking his own podcast stickers to strangers. That was a long so, time ago, Dominic. So you can stand in front a of a different fucking man. crowd of people at the that was before, wedding. That was before my lovely grandmother died, and I had to lead a prayer to dozens of people. Yes. Dozens of people. I just, you know, th- I those do. Portuguese are a very tough crowd. I had to impress mm. them, and I did. I do. do With a tear in my both eye. Of you guys, I do want to say to both of you guys, uh, 
I don't know. Can you hear me? You can hear yeah, me. Yeah, I want to yeah. say I want to say to both of you guys. What that are you saying? I, what I want, I want you guys to look out for save the dates. Oh, you hear that, studio audience? I get to go to the wedding, not you. And you also better make sure that uh, Josh isn't graduating the same weekend. Okay, so also look out for Sacramento State uh, springtime graduations. Or else you have to get a new best man. Wait, are you the best man? Yes, because I'm graduating from Sacramento State University. Damn. Hate to see it. Well, that's it for curveballs and chair shots. Let's, uh, you know, go on email list. Uh... Oh, damn. Tyler oh, left damn. us already. Tyler's in trouble. Tyler is getting the phone call from the from the soon-to-be wife. So anyways, thank you, Tyler, for once again getting on. I should just text him again and get back on. Yeah, can you get back on for a second with another question? Uh, so anyways, back anyways. to my... So anyways, you know, it's Good Friday. I'm a good Christian boy, so no meat. So we did sushi. Yes. Called them three times. No, no answer. answer. No answer. And then we try to go to another sushi place. Which was? Uh, we were going to go to Sushi Land um, over at East pretty. 14th. We were going to do rock and roll, but we know that can get a little crazy. But it's also, expensive. apparently, Sushi Land was fucking crazy because... I was going to order it online, but then it was like a whole thing. I had to log in and create an account. I was like, if we just call, it would be so much easier. So yeah. then we call. It was busy automatically. Phone got rejected. So it's like, well, can't exactly go like to a bunch of different places. So um, instead, just instead, uh, we, we got Taco Bell. And just Taco Bell is a a, dec- a pretty good place to get a lot of vegetarian stuff. A lot of, a lot of cheese, a lot of beans, rice. So potatoes. One may say you be farting on the podcast, maybe. Uh, no, because I'm not Dominic. Oh. I have good gut health. Good for you, buddy. Well, great time, great day until that happened. Really fucked me up. Well, I'm just trying to think. Like, I mean, there, there there's another place on East 14th. Um, babe, what's the name of the sushi restaurant across the street from your sister again? Fat Fish, Angry, Angry Fish. Fat fish. That place is hella good. And I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to go that deep into East 14th, Dominic. Where's the one that you were going? Where's Sushi Land, whatever we called it? It's like at the corner of Llewellyn and East 14th. Like right across from like where that Jack in the Box is. Oh, right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I don't live in California anymore. I don't know anything. I know. You know where all the good sushi spots are in Quarter Lane, Idaho. Actually, I haven't had any. Well, I've only had Safeway and Yolks Sushi. But I did find a sushi place in Quarter Lane, so I'm gonna have to try that soon. But I know they're pretty close. But there's something about getting sushi in Idaho, in in your that part of Idaho, compared to just getting it in Washington, that just kind of irks. Well, me. there there's like no, like the only sushi place that I know of is the place by my dad's friend's house, and that's a 45. Just say fuck it trip. and drive all the way to Seattle, get some good sushi. Fuck, I'm about to. So. Shit. Well, anyways, quick recap about my day week so then we can get on with the get on. Um, you know, did take that nasty poop today. Thank you for the park. Thank you for the parks department cleaning it up. Um, and, you know, had a very busy day today. Had 40 tickets, worked my ass off. And, uh, you know, just gonna gonna see what happens next week. You know, we're taking it one or, week at a time. May or may not be off Thursday and Friday next week, you know, but don't tell my dad. Why we're not supposed to tell your dad? Because he thinks I'm working. But since he's out of town, I took a couple of days off to, you know, party. Almost about a relapse? No, just just gonna party. Straight, straight his, his party. His ass ain't here, so I'm just gonna relax. 
Okay. Okay. But anyways, Brandon, how's uh, your work week so far? Oh, you know, it was fine. Uh, let's see. Opening day was Thursday, which we talked about. Yeah. And then I worked. When did I work? Same already forgetting. Sunday, because I took WrestleMania off. It's, it's all blurring together already. I know. We did. Su- I worked Sunday, and then I did Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, definitely were much slower days than they were for that exhibition game against the Giants and that opening day against the Angels. Sunday, mm-hmm. a little bit more busy, but Tuesday and Wednesday definitely were a uh, an Oakland Coliseum specialty, as as you would expect it to be. So uh, it was pretty light, pretty uh, – there's only two of us on Tuesday and Wednesday, so it was fine. Definitely gotten in the swing of things, know everything works. Every day we kind of get a little bit new uh, things to put into the cases and things, but besides that, everything's pretty much the same. Anything you want to buy yet? Like have you seen anything you're like, oh. Uh, we do have a Chad Pender jersey, which I've gone there multiple times. When Chad Pender was on the team, they never had anything, but it is $300. But don't you get like half off or whatever? Well, the thing would, as I think I said on this podcast, if someone were to show up and buy it for me and they were to show me a season ticket card that they definitely did have and they showed it to me while I'm checking them out, I could give them 20% off. Oh, you don't get discount merchandise? Nope. Oh, just the food and the drink and the tickets? Yep, which I still have not gotten. I asked my boss on Sunday. And then I asked him on Wednesday, and he said he's on it. He remembers. He hasn't forgot, but haven't gotten the discounts yet. And then today, Tyler asked me about giveaways, which I haven't really thought about because we haven't had any good giveaways yet. We are going to have a Groot bobblehead. Which, which, by the way, if you can get your hands on a a couple of those, I'll catch you. Apparently, I need to get one for fucking everybody because Tyler's asking about it. Studionis is asking about it. Okay. Well, okay. You know, you're leading to that first. Yeah. And your allegiance is, you know, unless, you know, you want to stop the podcast and never be friends I mean, again. I, can, I can always, I, I think because we're going to get another person on, on the team returning once school's over, once summer rolls around, I think we're going to be less, you know, less and less days for your boy. I don't know how exactly that's going to work out, so but you we'll get figure like, it out. You buy like 20 tickets and you go in and out 20 times, get 20 bubble heads. Or well, those are the, uh, are. those are the specialty tickets one. So it's like when we got that shitty ass fucking uh, volleyball, volleyball, which was like as big as my testicle, which I, which I still have that volleyball and I still kind of play with it and bounce it around the house and stuff. Cause I'm a child, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was not, I mean, I like the t-shirts more if anything, that volleyball was kind of pointless. Yeah, I do like the t-shirts more. Uh, nothing too spectacular happened. Tuesday, um, these two dipshits showed up. One of them had their beer in the, in the baseball glove, yeah. and I knew that was trouble. Five minutes later, they're looking at the bat racks, and they spill their beer everywhere. Luckily, just... didn't didn't touch any of the merchandise. It just fell on the concrete floor. So our boy Aaron, the security guard, had to call in uh, maintenance or whatever to clean it up, and then... 10 minutes later, we get Consuelo waddling her ass over here. And like she she takes That's the not mop racist at all, but OK, well, her name was Consuela. Oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Proof. No, I need a photograph of her next week. Next time you work. OK, I got it. Okay. She she takes the mop like five yards away from where the spill is. She drags the mop all the way over there, then just wipes it for like 10 seconds and then is calls it a day. Coliseum etiquette right there. Exactly. Exactly. And then that's in the handbook. That is in the handbook. And then Wednesday, uh, we had some people's card. Well, one person's card got declined because he was trying to buy a $300 Ramon Laureano jersey. Nice. And he just had to prove to his bank that that wasn't fraud, and then it was fine. And I, I've, I've had that, brother. I'm sorry. And then someone 
as we said, the Coliseum is a cashless establishment, and so we can have the reverse ATMs. And so somebody wanted to buy one of the grab bags, which is 50 bucks, and so they put $50 on their debit card. But mm-hmm. like an idiot, and this is an adult male, they did not uh, think about taxes, so they had $50 on and, their card, and, and, it came out like to be 50, and it came out to be $55. Oh. And so I had to split the difference, and so I had to put 50 bucks on the card, and then I had to put the rest – on his other card, which he had. I don't know why he just couldn't pay it all on that one card, but <sighs> I know, so difficult. But besides that, everything's been fine. No dipshits. Yeah. Well, yeah. that is wonderful. And I also, I finally did get my, uh, I did take advantage of my discounts. I got two hats. Okay. I got I got this, the batting practice slash spring trade hats. It has like the trucker hat vibe okay. to it, yeah. which not the biggest fan of. I like the design and I like the look, but something I did not take into consideration is the plastic and mm-hmm. the plastic kind of overhangs over the lip and mm-hmm. I pull my hats down really low. And so the plastic would like rub up and kind of, it wouldn't cut, but it would kind of mess like up with away. my ear. Yeah. And I was like, I did not think about that, but it's a little late now. And then I got my a new Kelly green hat because the Kelly green hat I had a little tight. So I can't be wearing those for like five hours. And I got a free Oakland A's uh, jacket. Well, pullover hoodie. I am so happy for you. That and so now, after a, a nice hard day, week's worth of work, you spend don't, work all again, don't work again till Saturday. Next Saturday. I was going to say, I was like, tomorrow. <laughs> Next Saturday. So as but the A's okay, got their the, absolute asses blown out today. Well, it's okay. The studio audience works all day tomorrow. And you know what's going on at the arena? Kane Brown. Wrestling. 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 Cody Rhodes going to be there? No. Uh. I, I when I, I looked, she's like, look it up. I don't know what what's going on tomorrow. Look it up. I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's a wrestling show. I'm like, oh, it's a memorial. Oh, okay. Like, they got any famous wrestlers coming? And then I realized it was amateur wrestling. And I'm like, ugh. Ugh. I was like, damn. And I remember those going to those all day fucking Saturday tournaments in middle school and high school. Fucking sucked. So I feel their pain. Mm-hmm. Good times. Only did that for one year. Never again. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't got to do that shit again. But, you know, other than that, it sounds like we had some good week. Some good. We had a good week at work for both of us. Mm-hmm. And no work for me next week. But Dominic is a hardworking man for three of the five working, days. Working three days. And we're going to jump in to some football. Right. That's what's going on. I don't know. Uh, to be honest, we don't really have too much in the world of sports after a three hour, Thank 21 God. minute podcast. Uh, and a lot of it did revolve around baseball and sports. We don't have too many like big, bad breaking news we need to like talk about. I mean, I guess we're not going to do this every single week like we did last time, but I guess we can kind of just run through the standings and kind of like first. Yeah, week. It, it's the first. We don't, we don't. I'm just saying like, you know, first week impressions, you know, say like, oh, this team kind of struggling out of the gate. But as I said, we're not going to do this every week, but okay, especially okay. like on slow weeks like this week where we don't really have much to talk about. We will cover the NBA, but that will be in a, a fan, the fan mail segment. So uh, currently the only undefeated team in Major League Baseball is the Tampa Bay Rays, they are 7-0, and as I said, just absolutely shellacked the uh, the A's. So the Rays, as I said in the preview, they always seem to fly under the radar, and they just continue to do their thing. Now, I didn't expect them to be 7-0 to start the season. I think they had a little weak uh, schedule to start off, which which helps them, but they're still a solid team, and they'll be in the, they'll be in the mix of the division. And 
I, I think I was I the only person to actually pick them to make the playoffs. Y'all be hating on the Tampa Bay Rays. No, I think I, nope, I was the only person. Nope. Do, oh, I forgot. Dominic had them winning the division. Thank you. I had them making the wild card. Tyler's the idiot who doesn't have them making the playoffs. Yeah. So, so I, I, I want to go back real quick. So, you know, Travis says stupid things. Dominic says Tyler's the stupid one that didn't pick the Rays. Just saying. Exactly. What a fucking idiot. And our Baltimore Orioles down there. Well, I guess tied for a second because Orioles, Blue Jays, and Yankees all uh, squished in there at four and three. Orioles beating the Yankees today. Home opener at Camden Yards. Fun uh, atmosphere for them. So hopefully big weekend for the Orioles and they can kind of establish themselves and at least take two out of three against the Yankees this weekend to kind of show that they're they are legit. And Adley Rushman, as much as I don't I mean, I wouldn't hate if he's the MVP, but Tyler, we, he may be looking a little smart with that pick. Adley Rushman out to a, a solid start to the season. Eh, and well, the, uh, the Red Sox, they're three and four, but they just they got swept by Dominic's Pittsburgh Pirates early in the oof. week. So at Fenway, too. Tough luck for them. Uh, moving over to the AL Central, we get uh, not a tie. Well, ties and wins with uh, the Twins and Guardians atop at five and two and five and three, respectfully. Uh, so as we kind of expected, Twins and Guardians kind of the top of that division. Uh, White Sox, Tigers, Royals down there. I mean, nothing really too spectacular, I would say, out of the three here. The White Sox and Tigers both have a minus 20 run differential. Not a good look, but the Twins, they have uh, sh- shown out well. I think Sonny Gray pitch today had a, a fantastic start. I think, what, seven innings, one run, and like 14 punchies. So good for a boy, Sonny Gray. Nice to see he's landed back on his feet. Yeah, never liked him. Hashtag analysis from Dominic. Uh, Moving over to the West, we got uh, the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles, four and two atop the division, a half game lead over Dominic's Texas Rangers. Uh, Astros struggle to start the year, but they've bounced back a little bit. They did lose to the Twins today, but they are three and five tied uh, with the Mariners and then the uh, Lonely A's down there at two and five. So, and their two wins are. By the skin of their teeth, they beat the uh, the Angels on opening day, and they walked off the Guardians on Tuesday. Uh, that's probably the worst part of my job, Dominic, because I get to watch Oakland A's games in its entirety, and I'm stuck watching that as my only form of entertainment. Ah, but this this offense is atrocious. But you said you're a true baseball fan, so when I, that I you, am uh... a true baseball fan, and luckily with the new expanded schedule, we're going to have a lot more different teams coming to town. Like the Mets are coming to town next week, so I'm excited to see that. But this this A's team We're not excited to keep seeing them lose. Absolutely not. They are. I I don't know. Like I I said they were bad, but they are definitely living up to that right now. But Kyle Muller, Tyler's pick for Rookie of the Year, he has shown out his first two starts. So I'm enjoying watching him. Esther Ruiz, he's a fun player, but once again, like his defense and speed's fun to see. But the bat, like nobody on this there. team is like. Just is not there. I mean, uh, Ryan Noda, he has some hard hit balls and he's showing a little bit of promise. I mean, Jesus Aguilar had a fun uh, game tying home run on Wednesday. Like there's like moments here and there, but it's like they can't put it all together. And with the the starting staff outside of Mueller struggling, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be a long year for the Oakland Athletics. Well, I think we all predict that. So. Nothing there. To as long about. as they win 69 games, I'll be happy. I think I put them over 80, right? 
you know what, we'll take that. Well, you also have them winning the World Series because the Milwaukee Brewers would die in a horrible plane crash, and there no, would be they no were reason. Losing. I said the Brewers. They said you still have to pick a loser. I said the A's because the A's are dog shit. Well, that would mean they're like the World Series champions because they finished second or something. That's how he said it, I think, either before he called you or there might have been a little lost in translation. Uh, he was very drunk. Yeah, he was. So Look drunk. at your commissioner. Dominic, come back to the CTE League? Uh, hmm? yeah. Stay tuned to find out. Uh, in the National League on the East, uh, the Atlanta Braves continuing to chug along with the only team in this division with a positive run differential at six and two uh, Braves that that lineup fucks Dominic and they're showing it. Well, I mean, which is funny though, because like six and two and then the Mets are four and four. It's kind of like, and the Mets are almost kind of happy to be a four and four because they have uh, struggled like pitching wise. Yeah. And then you got the Marlins at three and five. Phillies, Phillies have, have been an early disappointment. I would say thus far two and five. And then Washington. I mean, I knew it was going to. I mean, I mean is, I knew, it, is it the same saying as last year? As long as the A's are not the worst team in baseball, it's fine. Pretty much, as long as the A's can finish above the Nationals, the Pirates, the Reds. Sorry, Mister X, and you know, you maybe, they, maybe the Tigers or the Royals. Reds. They're definitely not going to beat the Reds and the Pirates. They're going to beat the Nationals. But as long fine. as the A's are like the twenty seventh or twenty eighth best team in the league, that's all I can ask for. So, yeah, I would say the Phillies were probably like the most disappointing team thus far through a week, but they just kind of float around 500. Bryce Harper's taking BP, but he doesn't want to come back until he can throw and play right field. So it's still going to be a while until we see him back in a Phillies uniform Uh, over to the central uh, surprise, uh, a super surprise. The uh, Dominic's Milwaukee Brewers six and one to uh, start the path and his uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Are yeah. five and two. Yeah. Currently, they are a playoff team. And as I said, if the Pirates make it to the playoffs, Dominic, we're going. I mean, you can go. Well, I said, oh, no, yeah. no, you, you're going to pay for everything. Yeah, I'm saying I'm taking you. Yeah. But only you. That was what I said. I said, we can go. Oh. I now, if there's, I, I, now, I, I, if, now, if another person wants to join, they're more than welcome to, but I am not paying for everything. I'm not paying for three people. I'm paying for two people. You pay for two, and then I'll just pay for her. Okay. There we go. There we go. Uh, Mr. X's Cincinnati Reds, a solid three and three, 500 team. And you know, Mr. X, obviously we want our teams making the playoffs, but if the Reds can just stay at 500 the rest of the season, I would say that's a win. Um, the Cubs three and three. I mean, kind of what I expected. Unfortunately, St. Louis Cardinals sputtering right now, two and five. Uh, I mean, they play the Brewers. I think what they play, uh, they play the Blue Jays to open up the, yeah. uh, the season and they're playing the Brewers right now. So a little tough. Uh, stretch to open up the schedule, but I, I think the Cardinals still are going to uh, to figure it out at the end of the day. And then uh, over in the West, honestly, kind of how we all kind of saw it shaking out: the Dodgers five and two, Padres four and four, uh, Diamondbacks, Rockies, and Giants all at three and four down there. I mean, nothing, nothing too surprising. Padres uh, dropped a few to the Rockies to begin with, but outside of that, they've kind of picked it up. The Padres Braves game. I did not see what happened today, but that game they had yesterday was an absolute phenomenal game. And I would love to have the Braves and the Padres be the matchup for the NLCS because especially with Tatis possibly coming back. Well, he is going to come back. Had an absolute fucking missile in Sacramento. Yeah. And, uh, 
the guy who he get, who gave it up with a little booty tickle and called him a cheater. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. You threw a 90 mile an hour dick ball and he just sent it the other way. That's what you get. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for the MLB. Uh, I don't even know if there's any real NFL talk or NBA talk. So I, you know what? Because we went so long, we're not going to, you know, we don't need to go super long. Let's be honest. We're going to talk a lot of wrestling more than uh, than anything today. So let's get on into the fan mail segment. Everyone's favorite segment. Otherwise, no. Is it? Wait, I, okay. You always say that. Is it really everybody's favorite segment? Right there along with Dominic Specs. Mr. Hexen. And Jay Rose. Questions of the week. Bum, bum. So we got a threesome. We got the Johnny Roca threesome, and he starts it off asking an NBA question. So this will also kind of count as our NBA playoff preview. He asks, call it now, right now, right this second. Who will win the NBA finals this year? You just have to pick a winner. You don't have to pick who you don't have to pick a matchup. Just pick the winner, and then we'll double back and go through everything later. Oh, Fuck it. I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Going with the Kings. I would love for the Kings to win, a, win the championship. I will take the safe option and I will go with the Milwaukee Bucks. Bitch. I know. But but if I want to be chaotic like Dominic, I will go with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ooh. There we go. Uh, so, come back around to the playoffs. Uh, the East is set. I would I would like to know if I can actually see what all these fucking little things mean. But um, in the play-in game, it's looking like it's going to be the Heat taking on the Hawks and then the uh, Raptors and the Bulls, 9-10. I mean, the East play-in games are always just kind of like sacrificial lambs to slaughter because they're probably not going to get out of you know the first round. But I would love to see the Heat and maybe the Bulls make it out of there. But... I don't really have too much of an opinion on that. The Brooklyn Nets, even though it's been a, a hell Weird. of a year, yeah, they, they they still are there at the sixth spot with 50, uh, 45 and 36, so maybe they can uh, make some noise. But they're going to play my Cleveland Cavaliers at the fourth spot, so there ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way, boy. They're, uh, they're making out of the first round. But over in the West is kind of where things are getting real chaotic. Uh, right now, five through nine is not set in stone quite yet. We got the Clippers and Warriors right now at five and six. Then the Pelicans, Lakers, and Timberwolves, uh, seven through nine. And then the Oklahoma City Thunder locked in, I believe, locked in at the 10 seed. Maybe they can move to the nine, but they are definitely in uh, the play in game. So Dallas officially eliminated. And you think with getting Kyrie, I'm not saying their chances improved dramatically, but you think they would have. Definitely been either a seven or six seed, but no, they are officially eliminated. And do you think Luca wants out of Dallas or do you think he sticks it out and gets rid of Kyrie and says, fuck it, I'll stay? Um, if one's got to go, it absolutely has to be Kyrie. Um, they are, they were two and eight in their last 10. And if you stretch it, I think the streak is even worse than that. And it's easy to, I mean, it is easy just to blame it on Kyrie because he was the one that, that came over in the trade, but I, I, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to blame it all on Kyrie. Whatever, okay. wherever he goes, trouble seems to follow. Whether it was at the end of 
Cleveland, obviously in Boston, Brooklyn, and then now in Dallas. Does he retire? Does he take the Stefan Marbury route to just take over China or take over whatever, you know, European league? He, I mean, he, he should. Fit. I mean, he should. I think his time. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Kyrie. He's still one hell of a ball player. But I mean, clearly you can't gel with any of your teammates and you've been on fucking multiple teams. Just give it up. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird to think of Kyrie just leaving because he's still like in the prime of his career, but everything surrounding him is just a big headache. And this seemed like the last straw. And if he could just kind of hold it together and they can do something with Luca and him, then maybe. But it just is a catastrophe, as old uh, Jersey Jerry would say. Yes. But the uh, Golden State Warriors, it's been a up and down season. They've put it together a little bit. Um, in the past couple weeks, they're kind of holding on strong to that six seed. They're playing the Kings today. Uh, the Kings are not playing anybody. I probably should check in on the uh, scores. And Wiggins supposedly is set to return here. But he's not going to play until the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Currently, it is halftime. The Warriors are winning 53-48 to 48, uh, on the road. But the Kings are playing nobody. So it should be more than that. It should be but, a blowout. But the Warriors cannot play on the road. And that is their downfall this season. So as long as they can stay out of the play-in tournament, you know, I don't think they have home field of home field of home court. I don't think they have home court. So well, if they fall down to the, the play-in game, they're at least guaranteed one one home game if they lose the first one, but but even then, you don't want to just put it all in one game. and Because yeah. as we've seen with the Warriors, even at home, they've dropped a few at, at home recently. It's like, and it used to be like a guarantee they win at home, but now it's like, it's not that anymore. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not trying to say Wiggins coming back in playoffs would is going to be the one that, that, oh my God, we're unstoppable again. But I mean, you know, I'm sure there's going to be rust. So I, I, as much as I love my Warriors and I want them to win, I don't see that happening this year. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. Um, maybe they put it together and can upset uh, the Kings. Because uh, right now it will be the three six. It would be. I mean, it'd be really fun to see the Kings and the the Warriors play a have a playoff series. Yeah, and I I want that to happen. I because honestly, maybe like for the NBA, the NBA would rather want the Suns and the Warriors play in the first round just for ratings purposes. But I think from personally, I would like to see the Kings and and Warriors play a a series in the playoffs to see what they can do. And also I'm, I don't want to disrespect the Kings, but I'm also kind of scared of, you know, seeing KD and uh, Booker in the playoffs and possibly, you know, I'm, I have more confidence that they'll show up in the playoffs compared to the Kings, but Next question. King, the Kings and Warriors are almost like the same team. Kind of, they, they play no defense and they shoot the lights out and it's just going to be a matter of who makes the shots. Next question. I'm tired. Already? We haven't even gone like 30 minutes. I've also worked a hard man's day. You you worked a hard man today? Yeah, myself. Over under one and a half. Under. Over under a half. Over. Nice. Nice. Oh, sorry. Back to Johnny Roca's. Yeah, that's what I said. Next question. Johnny Roca's threesome. Uh, April. Uh, Dominic, trigger warning. April 7th is National Beer Day. Oh, <laughs> everyone's taste in beer changes from time to time. 
So now, what is currently your favorite beer? Well, Dominic, unfortunately, you don't have a favorite beer currently, but uh, let's just go back in time about three months, and we'll ask three months ago, Dominic, what his favorite beer was. My favorite beer was a brewery in Spokane called No Lie, and it was called Jet Juice. Jet Juiced, sorry. And it was a 7% IPA. I think it was seven, maybe it was like seven point something, but man, I would drink, I would get, they come in little six packs and I would drink maybe three or four of them and your boy would be litty like a titty. And that's why Dominic doesn't drink anymore. Yeah. And then of course I slowly, you know, I would, you know, Saturday I would drink like two, I would drink like three of them. Sunday, I would drink the other four. And as soon as I start would start coming down, I'd start cracking Modelo's. And then studio audience, the love of my life was like, eh, you might want to slow it down. I'm like, yeah, you got a point. So. So I could go ultra fancy and, you know, we can go with some IPAs. If we're going to go like fancy uh, craft beer. Hmm. Which, by the way, that's all I'm going to get you. No lie. When you were here, by the way. And we have to do a, a drink review. Yes. Can you take it home with you? Can you bring um, alcohol on the plane? I mean, I'm not going to. I'm probably just going to check my bag in anyways. But so, you know, you know, maybe, you know, get you a six pack and maybe, you know, you drink only like three and then you could bring three home and give one to Tyler and let him dry it. I drink all six. You probably would drink all six. So, yeah, because I'm a goddamn alcoholic. Because you're an alcoholic. Yes. OK, so we'll go with the. uh the Broken Skull IPA from Stone Cold, because, you know, I'm a little mark. Uh, and then we'll go basic beers, basic bitch beers. And I agree, Modelo. But, you know, alcohol, a little lower than that. I did like the Modelo Negros. I was crushing those at uh, at Revolution. But I think uh, the current one right now that if I have to drink, if I can only drink this beer the rest of my life, currently... I probably would just go with Coors Light. I will say, shout out to one of my brother-in-laws. Corona Familiar was fucking deadly to me. Drank like six or seven of those. Is that like the Modelo Negro version of Corona? Pretty much. Fucking fantastic. Nice, nice, nice. And then fucking fantastic. Question number three. This is a two-parter. Okay. Two, so technically it's four questions. We don't. We're not going to get bogged down. Not get bogged down in semantics here. So, April seventh is also the thirtieth anniversary of the Sandlot, which we posted today. Uh, Which of the nine? You better shut your fucking mouth. Which of the (laughs) nine human baseball players would you say is your closest counterpart? So counterpart. Jesus. Um. I th- so I, mean, I was joking. I do love the movie. I just uh, there's only one name that I can actually remember because I mean just because I like the movie doesn't mean I watch it every fucking year. Um, but the I mean, only name on, that about, I can remember is is Squints. That's the only one I can remember. What about Ham Smalls Benny the Jet? Yeah, yeah. The so twins, I, Ham is Ham is the catcher at least then. Yes. Yes. So I would assume I have to be Ham. Which I don't like because there's that there's name. already a, we already have a ham exactly. I've seen Uncle Ham a few times at the uh, at the store. Oh yeah, didn't say hi. Can't wait to see the ham at the store. Did check like, out uh, Redfield. Will great guy. 
Shadow Rayfield will. Rayfield will. So if I have to pick someone, I mean, I think we're just gonna go with counterpart. I probably would just go with Smalls because he's like awkward and quiet. But then you know, once he once he warms up to you, hell of a time. I mean, like, if we're, do I have to take it per, like, like right now, who my counterpart is, or like you can, you when can I was that Dominic? Age? If you want to, if you want to make believe that you're Benny the Jet Rodriguez, you fucking say it, brother. I'm not. I'm not saying because, like, being when I was that age, I was probably legitimately more like Squints because I was kind of like, you know, I, when I would hug females, I would go right into the bosoms. Something's um, never change. Definitely. Um, you know, I was very kind of like outgoing, trying to impress females. So, like, I would probably say I'd probably be more like Squints as a kid. But girl, like, you know, going right now, I I honestly don't know. I'd probably who who's the 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 white boy, the the main character, the white boy. What's his name? Smalls. Oh, that's Smalls. Oh, I'd probably say I'm more him then. If so, Jesus Christ, come on. I don't remember the fucking names. Fucking sue me. At least I know. How do you not remember Smalls? I thought it, I, I was going by his 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 legal name. He's fuck. He's he's fucking Smalls. He's pause. Who are you now? So that that's okay. Then who would you say you were back in the day? Still Smalls. Still 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 say Smalls. Oh, okay. So you're Smalls now, then forever. Now with forever squids. Smalls. And then I grow up to be the voice of radio for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I grow to be whatever. What were you, who are you again? Your squints? Yeah. So you, you end up marrying uh, Wendy Peppercorn and you guys have like 16 kids together. And you run the, uh, the liquor. St- no, the, it's not a liquor store. It's the, whatever the, everything, the convenience store. Nice. Yeah. I haven't even seen that. I haven't seen the Sandlot in years, but I still remember. So, it. What, what, what's the second part? Second part, also about the Sandlot. What is your favorite and most memorable scene in the movie? Um, I can give you the horny answer, and it could be the first time we see Wendy Peppercorn in that green dress. I mean, like, good lord, shout out. I'm down. I'm or down. Uh, my actual favorite scene, we will go with uh, the Fourth of July scene when they play baseball under the stars or into the fireworks. Um. I mean, you can go with the most iconic, and that's that you play ball like a girl. But I think uh, not, in the, not in not in this generation, Donald. No, not sorry, in this climate. Sorry. Not in this sorry. climate. Sorry, You're a sexist. Um, but I would say, I would say when see, I gotta mm. Dominic homework assignment. You gotta watch the Sandlot this weekend. I know. I'm just trying to. I, there's two scenes. One is. The ending when they have the dog watching the game, but then also I do I do get a little like not choked up, but I get a little like damn sentimental when he's explaining the ball and how he was friends with Babe Ruth and you know gives him the ball like it you know. You know so I get I guess those two parts for me. All right, all right, that is it. If you want like to be like Johnny Roca. Uh, sending it via DM, or you can answer to our call to action, which no one listens to, which no one does anymore. Because we used to get the number one fan, Haley, but number one fan, Haley, does not respond to that anymore. But she's busy. She is busy. She's got to plan a wedding. Curveballs and CS you know, on Tyler Twitter. Ain't gonna do shit. On Twitter and Instagram. 
so let's move it over to the Gmail, to the actual email account, and let's go see Mr. X. Okay, Mr. X, are you ready for your questions to be answered, your wireless dreams? Yep. Let's see. He said, hello, sending my Gmail account until I figure, well, I, I, I don't know if I should be saying this. So he says, hello. I don't hello. know if I need to be, don't know if I need to share that part. So he was docs, don't dox Mr. X. I'm not, not going to dox him. Thoughts on the badass Viking helmet the Reds now have when someone hits a home run. Pretty cool, right? The Reds actually hit home runs. Uh, Mr. X, hand up. Uh, I have not seen this yet. So we're going to look at it for the first time. So Reds. Share your screen. Well, I'm doing this on my phone. Reds. Uh, Viking. Oh, well, it looks like it has its own Twitter account. Nice. So that's the. That is. That, yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay. Na- nowadays, I guess the new gimmick is everyone just kind of wears a hat. Uh, the Angels were wearing in. We're wearing a Golden State Warriors uh, sun hat, which pissed Don't me off a little bit. But that. I like. The, I mean, I, I like the Viking hat. It's different. So. I'll it's give better it than the chains. It's better than the 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 football helmet that the Marlins wear. Yeah, it's uh, the the Brewers do a cheese head, which I think is kind of fun. It's fine, but eh, well, all in all, whatever gets the boys riled up, I can dig up. Tiger is not exactly playing his best right now at the Masters. Will he ever win another Masters or major tournament again? I say no. I think he comes close, but no. I think Tiger is past his prime. He is just there for his name and Tiger will never be Tiger again. Yeah. I don't, I don't see Tiger win another ma- uh, major. Now when he won the masters in 19, that is if he is going to win another one, I think it has to be the masters just because it's the same course every year. So he knows yeah. the ins and outs, the tricks in the trade. So he can kind of cut corners. And if it's the perfect conditions or if he has his swing just right and he's got yeah. the putter going, then, he, he could sneak chance. in. He yeah. has a, a chance it could sneak it in there. But if you're gonna go to you know the Open or the U.S. Open and yeah. all these you know all these newer places or all Saudi, these Saudi Arabia, yes, well, yeah, I don't think he's going to Saudi Arabia. But yeah. the, the the Masters definitely is the place where he has a shot just because of his knowledge. But if it's an even playing field and he's going to you know a neutral site at Whistling Straits or whatever Pebble, Pebble Beach. Beach, good job, Dominic. Thank you. Uh, then doubt it. I would say no. Okay. And but Tiger's still Tiger, so it's fun. Okay. How you doing, girl? How you doing, Gurf? Oh, she got a jelly horse. All right, moving on. In the NHL, the Boston Bruins, who currently rule the hockey world, will attempt to tie the single season wins record with the victory over the New Jersey on Saturday. With a 60-second win, they could tie both the 95 and 96 Red Wings and the 2018-2019 Lightning. Speaking of the Lightning, they, along with Toronto, are headed to the postseason in the Atlantic. In the Metropolitan, the Rangers will be joining Carolina and New Jersey in the playoffs. In the West, the defending champion Avalanche, who now lead the Central, have punched their ticket along with Dallas and Minnesota in the quest for the Cup. In the Pacific, Vegas, Edmonton, LA, and the Seattle Kraken. Crack, crack. In their second season, are moving on. So if there's no quack, quack, we crack, crack. Crack, crack. By the way. Oh, motherfucker. No, no, no. Just, just just crack, crack. Crack, quack. What sound does a kraken make? Well, they're like a mythical creature, right? Like a sea creature. It's like a giant squid, right? I guess. Let's look it up on the YouTube. Let's see. Kraken. 
sound effect. I know, no. Squid, squid. I don't know. Can you hear that? No. Don't hear anything. You don't hear anything? No. Damn. Just whip your dick out. We can hear that. <laughs> calm, calm, calm down. Calm down. You gonna queef for us too? I want you to queef. Queef at your dick hole. Anyways, on to wrestling news. Are we surprised that there are reports of layoffs in WWE after the news of the Endeavor deal? Um, layoffs as in just corporate or layoff? I mean, I don't, I haven't heard any of these layoffs. So, I mean, maybe you can, you know, enlighten me. You look so like focused on hearing this cracking sound. Can you hear the cracking sound? No. How can you not hear the cracking sound? The fuck is that a vagina? What is that? Oh, it's cracking. How can you not hear anything? Turn your volume up, you asshole. It is up. If it's up, if it's nope. Nope. This is exactly what happened on Trapdoor when they were calling me. They couldn't hear the ringtones. The the ringing. So we have the better, we have the better microphones than them. It's bullshit. Anyways, what's with the layoffs? You know anything about that? Uh, I don't. Well, is this about the business people? Because well, it just it would, says layoffs after the deal, so I would assume it's just the business people, right? Well, because I mean that would make sense because if you have UFC people and WWE people, there's probably going to be a lot of you know crossover that some people can do the same job for both companies, and I think that's where we're going to see a lot of the layoffs and probably a lot of the budget cuts coming in. Now, how are they going to? differentiate that and how are they going to pick that is it going to be seniority is it going to be who does the best job is it just going to say who knows whom i don't know but it definitely sucks for those people um from a talent perspective i i don't know if we're going to see a lot of layoffs and a lot of cuts um i mean they said business as usual so i mean hopefully hopefully that's good news for the talent but it's bad news for us because we're going to get stuck with Vince and his shitty booking. But Vince was not at SmackDown today. So hoping that Raw was just kind of a one-time thing, or it probably won't be a one-time thing, but it was just him flexing his muscles and whipping his dick around because he just got the a $9 billion deal done. We're fine. Uh, has As- Asuka? No. Asuka really moved the needle since her return at the Rumble, or has her loss at Mania confirmed she still spinning her wheels on the main roster? Now, as a resident Asuka fan, um, I think I think beating Bianca hurts both of them at WrestleMania. I think if you're gonna have Asuka win the title, she has to be a super mega heel or she has to be a super mega baby face and you get the yeah you, you can't Asuka people loved loves her love her new gimmick she's not a you know she's not a Bailey 
where we, we fucking boo the fuck out of her. We still love her, but we don't boo the fuck out of her. So I think if you, I think her losing at Mania was the right choice, but it just sucks because it's now another loss for Asuka. She, yes, yeah, she always seems to get the push, but then never was, is able to be the, be the woman except for, 2020 when she was kind of relied upon after Becky got pregnant and she was kind of the champion. She was doing the commentary and, you know, doing all that yeah. type of stuff, but kind of outside of that, she never was really given the ball. And that's also why I wouldn't, I would never really consider her a needle mover. And I mean, in the WWE environment, I don't know if she can be a needle move mover, to be honest. I mean, she has great matches. She can wrestle her ass off, but in the women's division, especially like in the men's division, you can go out there and kind of have like a solid 15 minute match to fill some time, but you're, you're not getting a lot of those yeah. in the, on the women's division, like on a raw or on a SmackDown. So it's kind of hard for Oscar to really show her talent and her promos and her, her talking is best in like little spurts, which isn't a bad thing, but it's just not what WWE wants to utilize the most. Cause they're, especially if she's on the raw brand, they need her, you know, fill out time and fill out those three hours and Oscar can't really do that unfortunately i feel like if they want to help not just her but a lot of the other women you have to bring back evolution you have to bring back you know that all women pay-per-view that all women everything because that forces them to build everything up for it which will give everyone tv time that's needed I mean, look at Dana Brooke, look at fucking, I mean, I know this person's getting TV time, but look, 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 look at Shotzi and Natalia. They're getting fucking beat by Liv Morgan and fucking, I mean, I like Raquel, but Liv Morgan, really? Hey, don't disrespect Liv Morgan. I am. But I mean, I don't know. Well, it's, it. Uh, you know, there's speculation she, she may be leaving. So let's hope Asuka stays for a while. And last but not least, is Drew really going to leave when his contract is up? I can't see that happening. I can't see that happening either. I think Drew is a WWE guy. I mean, they made him champion. They gave him a pretty decent run. Yeah, it was during COVID, so not a lot of people saw it. But, you know, I still, you know, Drew is a hell of a wrestler. People are behind him. I don't, I, I think he he stays. I agree. I think he does stay. Like right now, it seems as though they're kind of far apart on money. But I think at the end of the day, we and we still don't exactly know when the contract is up, whether that's in six weeks, six months. We six don't days. We don't really know six days, six hours by the end of the day. Who knows? Six seconds. But um, I think he will end up staying. Um, he could always, you know, go down the AEW route to go down that way. But I just think in his current form, in his current age and stuff, I think he probably would. I don't say settle for WWE, but I think being in WWE is probably like the best position. Well, I mean, uh, it, it's safe to say that he's no Roman Reigns. He's not a John Cena. He's not a Triple H. He is, I don't think he's a household name. He's kind of settled in the upper mid card and possibly can float in the main events. Exactly. And, and you know, if given the time and the title reigns and everything, he could become a household name, I think. But, you know, if he, become, if he becomes a world champion, and I mean like WWE or Universal, if they decide to split him again or whatever. They better but not. If if that ever happens again, I would I will be surprised. I don't see him ever holding a world title again. I see him holding United States Intercontinental Tag title, but I don't ever see him being world champion again. And that's not because I don't want him to. That's just I don't think WWE will give him the chance. 
Agreed. So that is it for Mr. X's questions of the week. If you want to be like Mr. X, Curveball, NCS at gmail.com, Twitter, Curveballs NCS, Facebook, Curveballs and Chair Shots, and Instagram, Curveballs NCS. Brandon has been doing, has been doing a phenomenal job on the Instagram, doing his little his little pics and his little fucking fucking graphics Graphic, and shit. Graphics. Shout so. out the Adobe Express app. I can only wish I can be one tenth the graphic designer, Mr. X. Exactly. So give that a follow, and give us a follow on Twitter. Curveball NCS is both we are the handle. A, uh, a Frank troll account now. I did one tweet, so calm the fuck down. But not much to go over. Um, WWE ways. I mean, we covered all that shit. I feel like this would be the t- only time I'm ever going to do this, but if you want to hear. Actually, no. Under the Radar was not. That was a WrestleMania pod, uh, preview, huh? Oh, good job, Dominic. Damn, I almost plugged it. Mm. Well, if you like to listen to what Dominic and I thought about last week's AEW and last week's SmackDown, go ahead and listen to them. Go listen to Under the yeah, Radar. Fine. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. If you yeah, want to listen yeah. to a lot of outdated wrestling shows, go and listen to that. After done with this one, because we're not going to go too much longer. So we we you're probably still listening to last week's episode. Let's be honest. Sure. Uh, but if you're still listening to the WrestleMania preview, let's might as well just plug right into the WrestleMania review. Uh, I kind of you know said my piece on the uh, on the other podcast, so I'm going to let Dominic kind of lead the way and kind of what he thought about the matches. Um, we kicked it off with Austin Theory and John Cena. Theory gets the win. Uh, I, as I said, I thought this match could have been in a house show, and I would not have blinked an eye. That's just how little Cena seemed to care about this. What you're, what you're putting this on Cena? I mean, I'm not the biggest Austin Theory fan either, but if you just kind of Cena was get in, get out, don't get hurt. It just kind of seemed like he was like doing the job literally and figuratively. Okay, I can see that. I mean, I can see that then. But I, I think, I think it. I, I for me, I think it's more on the lines of this is Cena's last two raw, uh, do the job on the way out, and you know, you're you're pretty much hanging up the boots. He may have one other match, but I doubt it. It's going to be anything spectacular. But, um, you know, I, I can see how your 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 thought process was. All right, I'm just going to get my moves in and get out of here. But it was still a you know the the way that theory won. I think was it was good enough to the point where it wasn't like a typical like oh okay this is obvious you know. I, I expect I expected theory to be a little more um, predictable, which it wasn't. You know, some of us, I'm not going to say all of us, but some of us really did think Cena was going to win. So, moving on to maybe the surprise of the night, or maybe the surprise of WrestleMania, the uh, the men's showcase tag match, uh, Street Profits get the win. Uh, only goes about eight thirty, but I thought they fit a lot of shit in that eight thirty. It was a lot of fun. I quite uh, enjoyed this match. I really liked the match too. I mean. I, that fucking spot with Braun and um, Dawkins, fucking that that was a that was a clean hit. That was not a don't sleep unnecessary... on Dawkins. Everyone's putting over Montez. That was not a uh, roughing the passer. That was just a clean hit. And, pl- and of course, Ricochet doing Ricochet things. 
I mean, the way he was able to do that moonsault and then kind of like pause in midair and kind of like back up and without hitting the hitting the table. I mean, you forget how how ricochet, how much ricochet can ricochet. Yeah. Uh, We get Seth Rollins defeating Logan Paul with KSI in a big ass fucking prime bottle. Loved it. I fucking I popped for KSI. I I predicted because I I was on the phone with uh, I was on a PlayStation party with my best friend, Brian. Who gave me the cock versus night two? Wow, you guys are doing a little watch along together. Yeah. Wow. You, know, you you didn't want to you know you didn't want to talk to me because I talk too much during wrestling. Not as much as him, but anyways. Can I get a little insight to what Brian, your real best friend, talks about during wrestling? Oh no, he's just asking questions. You know, like you know, like oh why why are they booing him or why this why that which you know get me wrong he doesn't watch the product. You know, I mean, I watch it. That's when you say more. fucking watch the product. Yeah, but I don't watch it much as much as him. But um, no, I mean, it was it was a good time. You know, it, it made us reminisce about, you know, watching other pay-per-views together when we we're growing up, middle school and all that kind of stuff. But um, but I told him, I said, wouldn't it be funny if KSI was in that prime bottle? And sure as shit, KSI in the bottle loved it. It was a lot of fun. I mean, Logan Paul. We give him shit about who he is and everything like that, but the man is quite athletic, and Seth Rollins yes. was was there to to get his shit in as well. So it was a lot yeah. of fun, and the the Logan Paul uh, KSI splash spot I thought like worked to perfection, just timing wise and everything. It was good. Uh, not the biggest fan of the Seth Rollins entrance. I thought it was kind of yeah. corny. I, didn't I mean, like I think it. the the sing the singing is kind of corny to begin with, yeah. but. Yeah, you really emphasize it with the conductor. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not a, not a fan yeah. of this. And of course, it wasn't they they, you know, brought in the sounds. It wasn't like it was. It wasn't even the actual crowd. Yeah, I mean, the crowd was probably singing, but we couldn't hear them because they just piped in the the music yeah. crowd song or whatever. Exactly. Stupid. <laughs> uh, we get the six woman tag team match with the uh, Trish shout out. Uh, shout, shout out, out Trisha's top, the th- the strongest thing on shout. God's green earth. Uh, I can say that on this podcast, not on the bullet cast. Uh, yeah. Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch defeat a damage control. Uh, I thought it was a little sloppy early on, especially with Lita. It was terrible. Uh, Tr- Trish Stratus was she was fine. I mean, <clears throat> she was fine, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know, working wise, I thought she was good. And then obviously Becky Lynch kind of holding it all together, doing a, a lot of the work. And it kind of it was very sloppy early on, but I thought they kind of pulled it together at the end. I mean, for Lita, who's been wrestling a little more than Trish, honestly, um, who had a fucking phenomenal match against what it was against Becky was in Saudi, right? Or was it? I think it was, so. Be- it was Becky and Lita, I think. I thought that match was phenomenal in, in Saudi Arabia. And coming to this, it was kind of, you know, like, what happened? You know, I do agree that, you know, she, uh, they pulled it together but like i said that when she was in there i was kind of like jesus christ and rumors are swirling that possibly the damage control was done with uh bailey maybe leaving the company i don't think bailey's leaving but damage control splitting up i it's what's best for business i i do agree that they could have gotten more out of the group but i've said in the past that i think the three of them individually are much better off on singles routes and doing their own thing then if i mean if they were all together as a group but still doing th- singles things i'd be fine with that but i think yeah 
inherently, if you're going to be a group, they're going to have six woman tag matches or tag team matches and do that type of stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I I, I think you Kai can Sky have them, Bailey. you know, damage control, like you said, and you know, you still can have to, you know, them all go off in singles. And like you said, you know, you need a tag team partner. I'm there. You need two tag team partners. I'm there. But you know, I they're like you said, they're more valuable as single stars than tag. And then we got the Mysterio match. Ray taking on Dominic. 20 in. stars. I we I didn't talk about this before, but I mean, the advertisements all throughout WrestleMania were plentiful and a little bit over the top. I understand. Make your money, boo-boo. But goddamn, do we really need to have in a blood feud between a son and a father, a dancing Cinnamon Toast Crunch luchador at the side of the ring and fucking purple Cinemoji things all around the ring apron and uh turnbuckle post. short answer is yes i i, I absolutely would. i i hated that advertisement it kind of took me out of the match for a little bit but it did get i think it did come together quite nice the crowd was hot for it um the entrances i thought dominic's entrance was maybe the best entrance of the night or the maybe the best entrance of the uh the weekend because I, I thought it was just so over the top and corny that it was fantastic yeah. i um, agree but yeah, I mean, this, this match was nothing special, but they definitely played off of the heat and uh, Ray busting out some kind of old school Ray Mysterio lucha moves. Um, so, you know, it, it was fun. Uh, the the great Muda mask that Ray was rocking. Did I mean, not. I understand where he was coming from, but I don't know if it was like the best look for him. It was not the best look for him. And I mean, the only thing I want to take away from this match, and it sucks, is how you know, I loved Bad Bunny getting involved, but I don't want to see a fucking Rey Mysterio Bad Bunny tag match at Backlash. Well, too bad, motherfucker, because you're going to get it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Bad Bunny. Don't like bunnies. I mean, I think you'd like going to a Bad Bunny concert. Doubt it. I think you would. I doubt it. Just because the demographic of Bad Bunny concerts, muy bien. I doubt it. I doubt that you doubt it. I doubt it. We done yet? No, we're not done. We got to talk about your girl, Charlotte Flair, taking on your other girl, Rhea Ripley. Uh, Rhea Ripley wins. Absolutely a fantastic match. I love this. Uh, hot take, maybe call this one the match of the night. I know the tag team match getting a lot of praise, but I just absolutely love this match. Just two women absolutely beating the shit out of each other, and they didn't have the crowd to begin with, but they got them late, and I thought they uh, crescendoed quite nicely. Loki thought Charlotte was going to win. I was going to get really fucking mad, but Rhea, you know, threw her on her face, gave her that nose job. And, you know, after that, I knew mommy was winning. Amen. Uh, our boy, Pat McAfee beats the Miz. Good for him. Good job. With, uh, with George Kittle, helping him out. And uh, then right. K- KO and Sami Zayn beat the Usos to win the tag team titles. Really good match. I mean, crowd was super hot for this, and we got the the happy ending on night one that we did not get on night two. Definitely did not get on night two. One may even say it was borderline. No, I'm not going to say the word. All right. Going on to night two, Brock Lesnar and Omos uh, wrestle under five minutes. Thank God. But Brock Lesnar gets that big bastard up and hits him with an S5, F5. S5? F5, S5. I don't know. STFU5. Nobody hurts, so can ask for. Um, it was a fun match. I mean, it was fun kind of seeing Brock Lesnar get tossed around and, you know, showing off his athleticism that we don't see too, too often. Good shit. 
uh, great analysis, Dominic. Then we get the fatal four way women's tag showcase thing. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Shane Baszler wins. Good for them. And then, even though I still don't like the advertisements, the Mike's Harder Lemonade match uh, with Gunther and Sheamus and Drew McIntyre definitely Fucking. lived up to the advertisement. Oh, my God. Just beat the absolute fuck out of each other. And uh, Gunther gets the win, but I thought Sheamus was. V- one of, maybe the MVP of the night because he was over. The crowd was loving everything he was doing. And it was like, you know what? Maybe we don't need to put the rocket on Seamus's back, but maybe we give him a little bit of push. And maybe he faces off Roman Reigns down the line. Hmm. Especially I'm if gonna... you're kind of scratching, you're, if you're kind of limited on people to, to wrestle Roman for the title, I think Seamus is a good option. He's a good option, but definitely not going to dethrone him. I mean, I did I say that? I did not say that. I, I know you didn't say that, but I mean, I, I loved this match. I loved the brutality of it. Um, you know, for for anyone who says wrestling is fake, yeah, you can show them shoot interviews and shoot matches and shoot that. This is the match to show them. This is the match to show them. Just beating the holy hell out of each other, and loving the fact Gunther retains. Shows you his dominance, shows you that, you know, he's a fucking just badass. So can't wait to see what happens with him in the draft and with Imperium. And, you know, wouldn't mind seeing him go up against Roman. Bianca Belair retains her uh, Raw Women's Championship beating Asuka. Uh, this will go 16 minutes. I, it's easy to compare the two women's title matches, but I, I saw them very similarly to where Crowd holes it into it at the beginning, but then they kind of got it. They got them late, but this one didn't crescendo, didn't really take it to the next level, kind of like the uh, Rhea Charlotte match did, but it was still yeah. a solid match. Um, I, I think maybe the finish came a little bit too quickly because I think if they win a couple extra minutes, they really could have got the crowd into this. But, um, you know, Bianca hits her with the KOD, gets the win. Bam, wham, thank you, ma'am. Undefeated WrestleMania. It just sucks because I, I think if Asuka has if she can add a move to her repertoire of like a, a more repertoire? repertoire, what is it? Repertoire. Repertoire. There you go. Whatever. Not French. Um, if she can add another move to her move set, that is something that, you know, kind of like how Becky has the manhandle slam and the disarmor and, you know, you, she needs, she needs like her own manhandle slam. She needs that move that she can hit someone with and pin them because she's she all she has is this the Oscar lock. You know what I mean? It's like she doesn't have that move where she hits it and it's like, oh, it's over. That's it. It's not no, like that's like that spin, like the spinning kick. Is that kind of like her finisher? Not really. Oh, but and then that's the thing is, you know, like 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 how Sammy uh, Sammy Zayn has. Um, what's the what's the power the spinning power bomb? Loose under uh, bomb. Yeah, he has that and the who the is a hula kick, Heluva kick, Heluva kick. Oh, he has a hell of a kick. There we go. But um, you know he has those two moves that oh fuck he he can win it with those two moves. Oscar doesn't have that. If Oscar has that extra move, you can prolong the match a couple minutes because she can hit that move. Bianca kicks out. Holy shit! Hits her with the KOD boom, which would put the match over a little bit more for me. But all Oscar has is the fucking damn submission hole, then it's fucking annoying. Then we get to the highlight of the show. Snoop Dogg and Miz come out. 
<laughs> and they announced the WrestleMania attendance record or SoFi attendance record. And then Snoop makes another match because he made the Pat McAfee match last week. This time, I mean, yesterday, whatever. Yeah, I'm just so excited to talk about this. Then, oh, sweaty Shane O'Mac comes out and they have a match. Tackle, drop down, leapfrog, and God damn it, he tours his fucking quad. And just the whole match goes to shit. Snoop Dogg goes in there and is like, you all right, cuz? Like, no, he's not fucking all right, cuz. He just tore his fucking, at the time, we thought it was his knee. It ended up being his quad. And then, God bless Snoop Dogg, hits the worst people's elbow you ever see in your life. Hey, this was we're a, talking about that was the best. He should have jumped on the miss. It was a fucking catastrophe, and I loved every single second of it. Uh, literally, I thought the injury was a work because I'm like, oh, they're not going to have, you know, like Snoop has to get in there somehow. And then reading reports afterwards, I'm like, oh, no, he legitimately got hurt. Snoop. So my the question to you, I, I didn't see it. Do you did Snoop literally call that or do you think that I was... think the idea was Shane was going to win and then Snoop Dogg was going to hit the people's, the people's elbow at elbow. the end? Yeah. So they just went to that spot at the end. I don't you know. Luckily, we didn't get like a like a full on the Miz or one of the referees like tell Snoop that because he had the microphone in his hand. But I, yeah. I think that's what happened. Well, good for you, Snoop. You have you have a future in the business because. I mean. He is the business. He is the business. He's Snoop motherfucking dog. Uh, we get the Hell in a Cell match. Edge defeats the Demon. Sorry, Brood Edge defeats the Demon Finn Balor in a match sponsored by our Russell Crowe Exorcist po- uh, Pope Priest match. I forget. Whatever. Uh, but. I thought WrestleMania was going to be cursed because we had to stop the match for a little bit because Finn Finn got a big old vagina gash on the top of his head. Just he deserves just it. Looked he's, he's disgusting. A bad he's a bad guy. He deserves it. And I think because of that, they kind of rushed after the match, you know, rushed through the ending and didn't. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't think this was going to be a five star classic by any means, but like the momentum definitely was halted after that happened. And uh, Edge gets the win. I we didn't see him on Raw, so I don't really know where he goes from here. But good for him, I guess. Good. I mean, match was all. Right. I mean, like you said, I think it would have been different maybe if he didn't get cut open. But I mean, I mean after after and seeing the photo of the gash, I'm kind of happy they sped it up. Not nah, fucking sew that shit up and just let him wrestle with a hole in his head. Yeah. Then the main event: Roman Reigns. Cody Rose, undisputed WWE Universal Championship, the UWU, retained by old Roman Reigns, 34-35. Uh, hell of a match. A lot of, you know, the Roman Reigns special, ref bump, interference. We get KO and Sammy to even the odds. We think Cody's going to win. He's hitting the triple crossroads, but no solo gets in there. Fucking spike, spear, bam, Roman still champ, Dominic. Very controversial finish. People are very up in arms. How do you feel about this? At the time, at the time, I was upset because that match was so good, in my opinion. Even with interferences and everything, that match was so good that Cody winning it, you you heard it in the fans. Cody winning it would have been just fucking blown the, the roof off the fucking stadium. They don't have a roof. It's a canopy whatever sorry but looking back being able to you know being a week away from it you know post wrestlemania you know maybe it was the right decision maybe having cody come in and win it 
first try, maybe not the best thing, but my thing is, are you really going to have Cody run it back next year? And my, cause my thing is, and does that mean he's winning the Royal rumble again? Cause that, cause that, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that, you know, they're going to run it back again. And I'm like, Cody Rhodes wins the Royal rumble again. Does not make me happy. You know, I don't mind the WrestleMania rematch, but you know, I just don't know if him, if them running it back, how, how, how do you get there? So. I, I agree. I'm very much in kind of the same camp as you have. And in the moment I was like, Oh God, why did they do this? They had it perfectly. The crowd was so hot for Cody. They wanted yeah. him to win. And then they took it away from us and like, Oh, that was the wrong decision. Cody's not going to be any, he's, this is the hottest he's ever going to be. And then we come back to raw and he gets a great reaction and you could possibly say he got a better reaction coming out of WrestleMania than mm-hmm. he was getting going into there. So you could mm-hmm. say, oh, you know, this worked. You put more heat on Roman. You put more heat behind Cody. Now, are they are they going to pull this all the way out to WrestleMania? Possibly. You have SummerSlam. You have it in a big stadium as well at Ford Field. Maybe they do. Well, they're going to do the UK show in uh, the O2. So that's not a stadium, but. If you look at SummerSlam, you you know you get past the one thousand day mark for Roman. He passes Pedro Morales, I believe. So he's mm-hmm. you know in that top three, top four reigns of all time. So you get the historical things out of the way. So then you can just kind of focus on Cody. And if Cody gets through Brock, but that's the other thing is he's dealing with Brock right now. Is the Brock thing going to be over by SummerSlam? I don't know. I mean, do you really see Cody beating Brock? Well, if he's on the road to Roman Reigns, then. I feel like you should. I mean, because because I guess you can you can throw that out and say like, well, like, look, you know, Roman beat Brock. Brock beat. Or you Seth. do it, at, or you have him win it at rest at a Royal Rumble, and then Roman enters the Royal Rumble and wins the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I don't know. You could, or you could have, but th- but then that's the other thing is like you're so close at Royal Rumble. To like maybe we just have it to, at WrestleMania. Like yeah. it's you know you're three months out from WrestleMania. There, there, there's so much that can go into it. I mean, I I can see it being you know Roman beat Seth, Roman beat Brock. You can have Cody go down the path of having to beat everybody Roman's beat to get back to Roman. But then, like you said, it's like how you know do you really want to see that? Was Roman doing that whole year? It's kind of like. You know, I, I'm I'm going to give it a few weeks to see how they deal with everything and go from there. Then uh, we kind of, well, we had reports and rumblings that WWE was getting sold to Endeavor on Sunday. Uh, people asked Triple H, she said no comment. And then it all came out on Monday that Endeavor, the parent company of the UFC, buys WWE and they will be merging UFC and WWE into one big sports and entertainment conglomerate. Uh, Still no word yet on what it's going to be called or kind of how everything's going to be shaken out. But uh, Dominic, your thoughts on WWE finally going through with a sale. And also, when we talked about it a little bit with uh, Vince McMahon on Raw, kind of seemingly fucking everything up on Monday Night Raw and everyone's kind of jumping to conclusions. And now we're here on Friday. SmackDown, I think he made a little bit of creative changes, but he was not at the show and nothing too major. So... Well, the, the the first of all, the reports and being that it was true that Endeavor bought them is great. 
not going to Saudi, not going to fucking Disney, not going. Is it great though? I mean, UFC is doing pretty good. So, I mean, I would assume that. But they're also charging arm and leg for every single fucking pay-per-view. And I would not be shocked if this was the last WrestleMania we're going to get for quote unquote free on the cock. I, I think, well, you're, you're, mer- I, that's true. But I do think that's one thing that WWE officials will have to kind of explain to them and be like, look, you know, this is how we get, you know, our fans are used to this. Our fans aren't going to go back to bu- paying 60, 70 bucks for pay per view, especially when we have pay per views every fucking, every other fucking month. You know, it's not the UFC where we have fucking three or four a year. It's we have. Yeah, well, that's not the case either. Well, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a UFC guy, but but, you know, it, it's. You know. I, I, I can see them making us pay an arm and leg for WrestleMania, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble. All the other stupid things, Money in the Bank, fucking Backlash. Fucking. um TLC extreme rules, all those other little ones. I give give them free. We don't give a shit, but I think we're gonna have to pay for the big four. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. Gonna have to, you know, start just finding some streaming services and just fucking pirate them. Get back on those pirate sites. Yeah. But yeah, I I I think from a like a quote unquote creative point of view i don't think much is going to change like yes maybe vince medals a little bit but i i do honestly think monday was kind of more of an anomaly than anything else i it's kind of more wish it is a little bit of wishful thinking but i i honestly don't think we're going to see a lot of what happened on monday going forward again so people need to you know slow your roll sell your tea kettle on on that front and then like the business end of things i am a little worried about what they are going to do because Endeavor and like what the UFC is doing, they're trying to get, you know, as much as we saw WrestleMania this year with all the ads and all the, you know, propaganda, propaganda, but you know, the advertising, yeah, all the things yeah, we saw at WrestleMania yeah. is like, it's just going to continue and it's probably going to be on non WrestleMania shows as well. So it's like, it's, I doubt it. Well, similar to the pay per views, like I think the big four, like definitely SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, Money in the Bank, because that's kind of creeped in to the top tier pay per views as well. So, and who knows what's going to go on with this? I honestly, I would be shocked if the Saudi Arabia deal continues on because UFC and Endeavor have the have the deal with the, uh, you know, UAE, and maybe that kind of turns into the new Saudi Arabia. Is that a good thing then? I don't know. Don't well, know. It's a little better than Saudi Arabia, I guess. I guess. The only other thing that I'm nervous about too is I don't want to see a lot of WWE UFC crossover. I wouldn't be bad. Well, I don't need, you know, super duper crossovers. But as I said on the other podcast, I would not be mad at a mega Las Vegas UFC WWE weekend where we run a UFC pay-per-view on Saturday, run a WWE pay-per-view on Sunday. And they're like both the T-Mobile arena or, you know, one's at Allegiant Stadium or MVM Grand or whatever. I would not be opposed to that. I wouldn't be opposed to that either. I'm just saying I don't want to see fucking WWE fan. I don't want to see fucking... You know, Holly Holmes be like, fuck you, Becky Lynch. And then I got to see Becky fucking fight, you know. I mean, Ronda Rousey's got to get her win back. I mean, okay, that that's fine. 
you know, and Shayna Baszler, that's fine. I know they can fucking fight, but like, like I said, I don't need to see Becky Lynch. And I don't think we're going to get fucking, it's not going to be new Japan in the early two thousands, late nineties. We're not going to get wrestlers in their shoot fighting to get their fucking heads kicked off. <laughs> um, just got to wait and see. So I have to wait and see. Still, still a lot of things to iron out with the uh, with the. And we're not going to cover AEW. Yes, we are. No, we're not because we're fucking going to call it a fucking night. I got to wake up at fucking five thirty tomorrow morning. Why? Okay. Studio has work at six thirty, so I got to leave here by six six fifteen. Drop her off. So I need to go get my beauty sleep. Unless there's only unless you want to cover like two three things max. But if you fall asleep right now, that'd be like eight hours. That's a solid. That's a solid night's sleep, Dominic. Yeah, if I fall asleep right now. But if you fall asleep like a half hour, that's seven and a half hours. That's a great uh, night's that's sleep. Not enough. Not enough. It's a great. Well, you know, you wake up, you stay half asleep, you stay half you asleep. Get, you while get driving. three topics of AEW to cover, and then I'm done. Okay, Go. I get three questions. Okay, I get three questions. Okay, we're gonna start off from the top. Um, Jay White's debut. Thoughts on Jay White now being WWE or in uh, not in WWE but in yep. AEW. Uh, heartbroken. I was my 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 prediction was John Cena wins WrestleMania, you know, wins the United States title and Jay open challenge. Jay White debuts and beats John Cena and everyone's happy, loves everybody, blah, blah, blah. But no, that didn't happen. Jay White is an AEW who signs a multi-year contract. Uh, and, you know, it just fucking sucks because I think Jay White, you know, being an AEW, you have Cody, you have. Doc and Gallo, uh, Anderson and Gallows, you have AJ, you have Finn, you have so much connections there, but you go to AEW like a little fucking bitch. AEW better not fuck this up because Jay White is a fantastic talent, and I know they have a lot of fantastic talent over there, but out of all of them, I think Jay White kind of stands above them where he's, you know, he's in that Kenny, Danielson, Cole, Hangman type upper echelon. Not the most uh, dazzling of debuts. Also doesn't make a whole lot of sense from a kayfabe perspective. If he got kicked out of the Bullet Club uh, at Battle of the Valley and at uh, in New Japan, I forget what you know J- Japan show he got kicked out. He lost it yeah. as well. But um, then he just shows back up with the bullet with his regular theme song and the Bullet Club logo. And yeah, but I'm much higher on Jay White's prospects in AEW. I, but I also did say I think he should have gone to WWE just because I felt like WWE almost needs him more than AEW because I think AEW yeah. has a lot of talent they could utilize better. WWE, they have a lot of people kind of pigeonholed in a certain area and they need a top, top guy like uh, Jay White. But, all right, so I get two more questions. I am I know which one I want. So I'll ask this one first because I know which one I want to ask. All In is taking place at Wembley August 27th. Are we going? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we'll have to see where the Pirates are in the standings at that point. Yeah. Either we're going to Pittsburgh or going to going to London. Uh, but Dominic thoughts um, all in is back. AEW debuting outside of North America. First time in the UK and they're going to Wembley stadium. What do you think of this and how do you think it's going to shake out? Cause this is also a presumably a week before all out in Chicago. I part of me thinks I just don't understand, you know, I understand AEW, they're competing with WWE still and everything like that, as much as no one wants to really think about it that much anymore. But how come how come I have this weird feeling that it's Tony Khan being like, hey, 
we're gonna we're gonna pay you guys this much money to let us put perform this. Like I I don't think London or Rem, Wembley was like, hey, you guys, come on, come come give us a show. I you know I think this is more Tony Khan being like, hey, we'll pay. Can we can we come can we come over and play a little bit? You know, like I just don't think it's that big of a draw. Which I know it's gonna sell out. I. Just because, but I don't think. So, it's I mean, gonna... a, a sellout is ninety thousand, possibly. I think that's, I think that's it, the question. I think it will sell out, but I don't think it's going to be like all out or double or nothing, where it's tickets go on sale now and we're sold out in ten minutes. I I don't think a legit ninety thousand, which is just, I think like the upper. I don't know staging and all that stuff. Let's just cap it at like eighty thousand. Can they get to eighty thousand? Possibly. I I think. I feel like fifty thousand is like a good mark. I think they can get to fifty thousand, but then once you get past that, I'm. I I just don't know. Well, and my thing also, too is is kind of like, you know, we saw WrestleMania, crazy ass fucking stage, fucking phenomenal ramps and everything like this, and they had eighty thousand people in their audience. You go to Wembley, allegedly. Whatever, you go to Wembley. Same thing. Are you? But, but you've seen it at Double or Nothing. You've seen it on TNT. You've seen it on fucking All Out. Their stages don't really fucking change. They had some cool ones in like the early early days, but they have kind of been the same stage. Exactly. So my thing is, you're, you're going to go there. You better fucking step up your fucking game. If not, then it's welcome to TNT and Wembley. It's fucking so stupid. So you better step up your game. They didn't outright say it's a pay-per-view a week ahead of All Out, allegedly. They also randomly – Tony randomly brought up it's the 100-year anniversary of Warner Brothers. Time difference, probably start 8 p.m. local time, 12 p.m. here on the West Coast. Is this going to be like a TNT-TBS special instead of like a traditional pay-per-view? No. You think it's going to be a pay-per-view? Yes. But then, as I said, a week out of All Out, so you're going to have back-to-back pay-per-view events? Yes. Tony Khan is stupid. I just don't know if that's... Smart, they, it's they, not. In, I think I haven't read the press release, but I've heard that it doesn't outright say it's a pay-per-view. But then when they do, like, you know, they did Forbidden Door, they said, that's pay-per-view. I don't know. I, I, I think if you're going to Wembley, it's a fucking pay-per-view. Maybe you, you do it like this kind of fucks over the UK crowd, but you make it like a pay-per-view in the UK, but then you make it like a television special or maybe even like a streaming special, like have it on HBO Max. Is that a little bit better? I can see that. I can see that, but yeah, I'm down okay, for that. Okay, there we go. There we go. Then question number, topic number three. I'm debating between the tag title match or MJF Day. You know what, Dominic? I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to talk about MJF Day or do you want to talk about... FTR winning the tag titles over the ass boys. I'll give you a little bit of both. Um, oh, look at that. Did not like the Jungle Boy symbol fucking uh, beating up MJF. Did not like it at all. I feel like they're grasping for straws. Jungle Boy is not, not, not world title material yet. So I think you need to drop him and go in another direction. And going to the tag titles, um, we all kind of speculated that, 
you know, maybe they are going to lose because it's on a TV and not a pay-per-view and, you know, you're just going to say, fuck it. But FTR did win. Kudos. You're staying in AEW. But what was the whole point of getting the titles off of the acclaimed? If, you know, a couple weeks later, the ass boys drop them to FTR. And now where does FTR go? So you don't have one babyface team beat another babyface team? But where does FTR go now? Or you run it back with the ass you know, boys? If you, if you want to sell out Wembley, CMF, CMFTR versus the Elite. CMFTR. Oh, CM Punk. There we go. Sorry. I doubt it. I don't like back to the window. I don't hate thing. it, I, but I don't. I, I don't just have. don't know what type of because you're gonna have Forbidden Door in June and July, and then you're gonna have this, and then you're gonna have All In, and then All Out. Like, what type of dream? I know you can sell a lot of tickets just based on its AEW in the UK for the first time, yeah. but. You need to have some sort of match appeal. And I just, they don't have like a UK legend. Do you think gonna... WWE will do something shady and be like, hey, that that day or that week we're doing something in UK? It's a possibility. They bring back NXT UK. Just one night only? NXT <laughs> Europe. Love it. Like maybe you do Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. Like that could be a match with some UK flavor, but outside of, I don't really know, like you're not going to get fucking Kip Sabian ain't selling at Wembley Stadium. No. All right. Uh, you didn't talk about, oh, you, well, you talked about MGF Day a little bit. Very gimmicky. Very gimmicky. Very, very gimmicky. I kind, like, I kind of get a kick out of uh, Long Island being Bizarre World for AEW. But, I mean, this stuff with MGF and the singing and the, da- you know, the song and dance show, not exactly my thing when it comes to the wrestling. Uh, FTR Ass Boys match was good. Could have been better. Finish was a little clunky. Um, Ass Boys coming out to Many Men by 50 Cent. Fucking fantastic. Dominic doesn't really care because he hates rap music. I like 50 Cent. What are you talking about? Yeah, he loves Many Men. Find me in the club. Dominic, do you love Many Men? Oh, I love a lot of men. I love Many Men. I love a lot of men. Anyways, that'll do it for us for today. We did about half of the length we did last week. So you're welcome, Dominic. Um, if you. you would like to participate on this podcast, follow us, Turtle tur- or, or Turtle, Twitter, and Instagram, and possibly True Social. Apparently, Curveballs and Churches might be going to True Social later on, right, Dominic? That's what I've heard. Don't you're talking about. Okay. Uh, Curveball and Curveballs and CS on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to send an email, be like Mr. X, Curveball and CS at gmail.com. All the pertinent links and things are in the description of said podcast. Dominic, any lasting words, any lasting topics for the people today? Tyler Gunnerson is a bitch. And on that note, goodbye and good night. Bye bye. Evolution is a mystery Full of chains that no one sees Clark makes a fool of history Yesterday's too long